Welcome back to another exciting message on spiritual awareness with Pastor Davenport. Good morning. If you're new to our broadcast, we are an Arizona 501c3 nonprofit prayer ministry. We are one part of the Pastor Davenport Ministries. We're a spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light, a non-denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ, both from Gospel of Faith Church in Ash Fork, Arizona, as well as from a brand new worldwide broadcast studio here at Fort Mojave, Arizona. And we're now broadcasting to Ireland, the UK, Germany, Japan, Korea, South Africa, and we've just picked up New Zealand. We welcome you to our listeners all over the world. So wherever you may be listening today, we welcome you in Jesus' name. Hello, I'm Pastor Davenport, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast, where twice a week I'll be presenting an exciting new message from God's Word, exploring the true meaning of spiritual awareness for today's churches and Christians around the world and how it affects us in today's world. You see, I believe that God has a spiritual awakening for all of us as Christians and for those in the world's churches. So I ask you to hold on as we embark on a new journey today in God's holy word. Grab your Bible and let's get started. And join me for today's message in God's word. Dear Heavenly Father, I know I know, Lord, that Jesus is before me, behind me. He's always beside me. And we, Lord, we are surrounded by you. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you in prayer today as a group, Lord God, joined together in one mission, in one goal. And that is the salvation of the lost of this world. Lord, we join together as prayer partners and prayer warriors around the world to bring salvation to the lost of this great world that you created. Father, we ask that you, you would join us. That you would bring all those that would listen to the message of salvation and that Jesus Christ would touch the hearts through the anointing of the Holy Spirit and that those that would listen would accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior as they listen to these broadcasts, as they go out around the world on the airways and would be touched, anointed, and saved through the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Be with us today as we preach the Word of God. Let those that listen receive your Holy Word and be touched and saved by your Word. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody around the world said amen. And amen. Glory to God. Well, praise the Lord. I want to welcome you. If you are on Anchor Breaker, 
Google Podcast, Apple Pocket Podcast, Radio Public dot com, Spotify, Castbox, Overcast, or one of the many other venues, uh, spiritualawareness.net. If you're on any of the other venues and you're listening, I want to just welcome you to our uh, broadcast today. Praise the Lord. Um, if you've got your Bibles, I want you to tune into uh, or just turn your Bibles to Philippians 1.6. As we talk about this new normal uh, we seem to be in right now around the world, we seem to be changing um, our normal. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says in the King James Version, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I'm hoping that you can hear me. Uh, we are in the new studio here in Fort Mojave, and of course it's hot here, and we've got the air conditioner running, so hopefully um, it won't uh, drown me out. <coughs> and of course the new studio has brand new carpeting, and so I may be coughing a little bit due to the new carpet smell. So I want to define normal. Normal is kind of conforming to a standard. It's our usual, it's our typical, or it's our expected, if you will. You know, we all have our normal. Normal is how we respond to a situation in our lives. Normal is what people expect of us in given parts of our lives. Normal is our, 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 our spiritual condition, if you will. It is our disposition. It is our character within our normal is our expectation of life. It's our dreams, our hopes, our desires. It's what satisfies us and causes us to be happy. Normal. Say that word with me. Normal. Say it again. Normal. You see, we all have one, right? Or we used to before COVID and before all the riots and the looting and the shootings and the murders and the unstable or the instability of life that's been going on lately. Each of ours is different. But in, in many ways, they are alike. If you could write down on a sheet of paper what your normal is, I wonder what it would say. Would it say hopeful, expecting, happy, satisfied? Would it say engaged in life? Whatever is your normal, what, what, whatever, or, or whatever is your normal, or whatever or normal is, in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, turn your Bibles to John 10, 10, tell us that Jesus came to make our normal better. In John, chapter 10, verse 10, if you turn there, 
the Bible says in, in John 10, 10, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, we know that because it's written in red. And if it's written in red, Jesus said, he said, I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That they might have it more abundantly. What's he talking about? Life. Normal life. Jesus described it as life abundantly with a joy that was unspeakable and filled with glory. Two weeks ago, I spoke on joy of being a Christian and, and how important it was to feel the joy of the Lord and I said, for the joy of the Lord is medicine for the soul. And I quoted Proverbs 17, verse 22, a merry heart doth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Amen. See, I was raised on, 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 on the Apache reservation and their norm is, is very different than your normal. Their norm is, is, is ranch, church, and home, and that's it. Our religious beliefs and, and, and way of life keep us isolated from the rest of the world. So, so, so our normal is very different than, than your normal. Now, my brother Trapper would tell you that our normal, even living here, is much more different than his normal or abnormal, if you would, to our way of life. Yet it is our normal as Hickory Apache that, that we seek to keep us closer to God. And I'm sure that, that the, the Apache way will tell you that we enjoy our normal because we live free and we walk with Watanka, Wakantanka our God, which is the same God that you worship and we worship here in church. It all seemed very simplicity at the time and severine in a way to me, actually. But we are not really talking about where we live or how far we've traveled outside of our communities <clears throat> in this modern world. Where even now our normals have changed. but we are talking about spiritual condition and God's desire to give us a new normal. Someone might say, I don't like my normal spiritually. Someone might say, I wish things could be different. I wish I could be closer to God. I wish I knew Jesus on a more personal level. <clears throat> I wish my life was different. I wish I could serve God more. I remember my, I remember my son Ron, and as a young man, he he loved lifting weights. 
we had a, a little cabin and we got weights. Somebody gave us weights. Ron would lift what he called his max, what he could max out at. And he liked bench pressing. I remember when he was very young and skinny, when his max was about 70 pounds. Bill and I, my brother Bill and I laughed at him, but but they, hey, that's all they could give. <coughs> However, he kept working out. Pretty soon his normal changed. <coughs> kept working out. Pretty soon his normal changed to 90 pounds, then 100, and then 125, 150, 175. So his normal kept increasing. His normal kept growing. Where he was at least at last week was not where he was the next week. And it, it took a while, but pretty soon he was, oh, he was way past his original. He was way past his original normal. See, where, where many people trip up in their walk with God... They think that their normal has to stay normal. That they can't grow beyond where they are at. That they're kind of stuck where they're at. Stuck in life. Stuck in their walk with God. Unable to move forward and trapped right where they are for the rest of their life. But, that, but that's not where you are. Aren't you glad that you know Jesus Christ? Aren't you glad that you know Jesus Christ today? And aren't you glad that you know the one who came to give us life? And he came to give us more life abundantly. See, I want you to understand, here's the deal. There is no one but you who can put limitations on your life. Your life is simply that. It's your life. You control it. You decide. And what you do with your life is up to you. I mean, you can sit and be in a stalemate. You can sit and be in limbo. You can stay in, in, in spiritual ash fork till Jesus comes, if you like. Never growing. Never maxing out at, at, at a new level. Wherever you may be in the world today, you can just sit there and be in a spiritual state of limbo, never going beyond the borders of where you, you've already been. Or you can choose, listen to me, you can choose a new normal. You can decide, decide that today something's going to change in your life. Glory to God. That you're going to set new boundaries and that new boundaries are going to happen in your life. Glory. Praise God. That there are new horizons that are going to be reached. That who you were this morning when you got up is going to be who you are when you go to bed this evening. See, Jesus is not interested in helping people who stay where they are. Jesus wants you to go further and reach higher. 
if you're comfortable and not really wanting to grow spiritually or, or experience that abundant life, I just want you to know that you're probably are not going to be comfortable. See, I want you to understand something today, church. Jesus Christ doesn't do normal. Say that with me. Jesus doesn't do normal. Say it again. Jesus doesn't do normal. He was constantly shaking things up for the religious folk. Glory to God. <laughs> doing things that for hundreds of years they never even thought of doing. In fact, they considered it blasphemy if you, if you did. Healing on the Sabbath, that's not normal. Eating and drinking with sinners... Who does that? Very little about Jesus Christ was normal. I want you to listen to me what I'm telling you right now. His birth was not normal. His childhood was not normal. His adolescent was not normal. Christ's ministry, his ministry, listen to me, was not normal. Glory to God. Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection sure, surely was not normal. And yet, the absence of normal is what we hang our hat on when, when it comes to salvation. Glory to God. Resurrection. Who does that? Who stands at a cave for burial and yells at his friend Lazarus and says, Lazarus, come forth. Who does that? Who raises the dead? And yet we all know that without his resurrection, we have no hope. But resurrection was not normal. Aren't you glad Jesus didn't stick to normal? You see, we have no hope today because Jesus didn't stick to normal. We have hope. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> we have hope today because Jesus didn't stick to the norm. So why do we think we're supposed to be normal? In Romans chapter 8, verse 37, Nay, nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Verse 38, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, verse 39, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of Almighty God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Glory. Glory to God. Now, a conqueror is not normal. But when Paul goes on and say that we are more, say it, more, say that with me, more than conquerors. In other words, if your normal is a conqueror. Then in verse 37 says that you are more than conquerors through him that loves us. That's someone who's new, normal, was found a new normal. So if you're a new normal, 
has found a new normal. Someone says, I found a new normal. Somebody say that with me. I found a new normal. Great. We'll get ready because Jesus has a new normal for your new normal. America needs to find a new normal in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to shout amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, in the New Living Translation, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new creation. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. The old has passed away. And behold, there's a new creation in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3.14, King James Version. Press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We read about the lame man at the gate, beautiful. His normal was just laying there. His normal was just to lay there and beg. But when Jesus healed him, his new normal changed. He got up, leaping, dancing, and praising God. Hallelujah. And the next morning, he didn't wake up and just go back to laying around and begging. Begging at the gate, beautiful. He got up. Hallelujah. Put his own clothes on. Fixed his own breakfast. Went looking for a job. Went looking for a new place to stay. Went looking for a church to attend. Hey, I'm, I'm just supposing, but can you see it? Can you see it, prayer partners? His normal change, glory to God. Glory to God. His normal, which changed his normal. Adulterous woman thrown down at, at, at Jesus' feet. Jesus saves her life, literally, by not judging her. And what do you think happened after that? Her normal changed. Hallelujah. She went and put on some clothes. Made herself, she, she, she made, maybe she moved out of the, that neighborhood. Went shopping for a new wardrobe, a few things not so promiscuous. Less revealing, more modest. Went and poured out all, all of her cologne on Jesus' feet. Started attending Bible studies in her church service. Went looking for a new profession. Started hanging out with a different crowd. Her normal changed. I wonder today, are you ready for a new normal America? Around the world, are you ready for your old man or old woman to die out and your new man or new woman to come alive with the hope of abundance? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I wonder, are you ready today? Somebody recently asked me, Somebody asked me recently at a service, well, what exactly is spiritual awareness about? What are you about at spiritualawareness.net? What are your beliefs? I'm going to tell you what our beliefs are. The Bible is God's holy word to all people. It was written by human authors under the supernatural guidance of the Holy Spirit because it was the inspired Word of God, and it was inspired by God. The Bible is truth without any mixture of error and is completely relevant to our daily lives in this normal that we call the new norm. You can see that in Deuteronomy 4, 1 and 2, Psalms 119, 11, 
89, 105, Isaiah 40 and 8, Matthew 22 and 29, John 5 and 39. Goes on. What is our belief at Spiritual Awareness and Gospel of Faith Church? We believe in the Trinity. God has existed in relationship with himself for all eternity. He exists as one substance in three persons. That's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Although each member of the Trinity serves different functions, they each possess equal power and authority. Deuteronomy 6.4, Isaiah 61.1, Matthew 28.19, Mark 1, 9 through 11, Luke chapter 1.35, John 5.21 through 23, 14.10-16, Romans 8.9 through 11, 1 Corinthians 8.6 and 2. We believe in the Father. God is great. He is all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present, unchanging, completely worthy of our trust, and above all, holy. It is in Him that we live, move, and exist. God is good. He is our Father. He is loving, compassionate, and faithful to His people and His promises. We believe in the Son, Jesus Christ. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus Christ is completely human, but at the same time, completely God. He is the only plan for bringing people who are far from God back to the right relationship of God. You ask what we believe, I'm telling you what we believe. And we believe in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's presence assures us of the relationship with Christ. He be guides believers into the truth that exalts Christ. He convicts people of their sin, God's righteousness, and the coming judgment. He comforts us, gives us spiritual gifts, and makes us more like Christ. And yes, we believe in the eternity. Man has created and, exi and exists forever. He will exist either eternally or separate from God by sin or in a union with God through forgiveness and salvation. To be eternally separate from God in hell. To be eternally in union with Him in heaven. Heaven and hell are places of eternal existence. believe in mankind. Mankind is made in the image of God and is the supreme ob object of his creation. Mankind was created to have fellowship with God, but became separated in that relationship through sinful disobedience. As a result, mankind cannot attain a right relationship with God through his own effort. Every human personality is unique, created, possesses dignity, and is worthy of respect and Christian love and we believe in the salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ shed on the cross provides the only way of salvation through the forgiveness of sin salvation occurs when people place their faith in the death death and resurrection of Jesus Christ <coughs> the su sufficient payment of their sin salvation is a gift from God and it cannot be earned through our own efforts and we believe in the church. The church is the local community of baptized believers unified through faith in Christ. It is committed to the teachings of Christ and obeying all of the commandments and it seeks to bring the gospel of the world. Church works together in the love and unity intent on the ultimate purpose of glorifying Christ. Today, Jesus said, this is, this is the new normal.
the new normal for the church and for every Christian to find Jesus Christ. That is what we believe. When you define your new normal, I pray to God your new normal is finding Jesus Christ in your life. He said, I came to give life and life more abundantly. I would pray today that your new normal in America and around the world would to be fine. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I invite you right now to say this sinner's prayer with me. Maybe you've never had that opportunity. Maybe no one's ever given you that time. Maybe no one's ever given you an invitation. This new normal that we're living in right now, I wonder, are we closing the book? Are we close to a time that the Bible speaks of when we are right close to Armageddon? Are we close to what the Bible speaks? If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you would like to do so, I invite you to say this little prayer and give your heart to Jesus Christ. You say to me, Pastor, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time that I change my life and I come to the Lord. If that describes you, it's never too late. It's never too late. Would you say this prayer with me now? Dear Lord Jesus, come on, say it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart and into my life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you've prayed that prayer today in sincere faith, I'd like you to email me today at spiritual awareness, all one word, spiritual awareness 777 at gmail.com. And I want to welcome you into the family of God. You probably made the greatest decision in your life. No one knows of the time or the place when Jesus will come back again. The Bible says of no of the time and the place knoweth no man. But we know that things are beginning to shape up for the end times. I pray that you will have said that prayer in sincere faith. And I, I pray that you will seek out a Bible-believing church in your area. And that you would ask them to baptize you for the remission 
of sins in Jesus' name. And I would hope that you would continue to listen to our broadcasts and learn from our sermon messages. Now, with that, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and make his face to shine upon you till he brings us back once again. God bless you.